Welcome to Build a Drone Reviewer Podcast, Episode 26, Rotor Talk Live, DJI Price Increase, just as we predicted. Got that coming up next. Last night, Marcus Crawford and I hosted Rotor Talk Live, DJI price increase just as we predicted. And as the title of the podcast goes, we spent a considerable amount of time discussing the price increase from DJI. And Marcus broke out his spreadsheet to give us a breakdown of the price increases and availability. So without any further ado, we're going to roll that episode in its entirety. Good evening. Welcome to Rotor Talk Live, Season 2, Episode 36 DJI price increase as predicted. Joined by my very special co host, as always, Mr. Marcus Crawford. Marcus, how are you this evening? Pretty darn good, Bill. Uh, yeah, doing fine. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, I thought I had had that. I thought I had that taken care of. You will now, I'll bet. Yeah. Very special co-host, as always, Mr. Marcus Crawford. Okay. Marcus, how are you this evening? Okay, I'm going to kill that. Oh. Sounds like it's done. Thanks for bearing with me here for a second, everyone. I thought I had gotten this nailed down. Oh, well. It's all good, Bill. Okay, we should be good now, I think. Eleven watching. Hit that like button, folks. Okay, I think we're good now. All right, all right. How is everyone doing this evening? Ah, this. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those nights. Yeah, I got it now. Okay, I I just I just killed that that part of the browser, so. We are definitely good now. Okay. <laughs> definitely good. Um, we got a lot to talk about tonight. You know, of course, the main topic of interest is the DJI price increase, as we predicted and as we had videos. And Marcus and I are going to get into a lot of detail about that. Got some housekeeping. First of all, I want to thank everyone for your thoughts, prayers, and well wishes, not only for myself, but for everyone down here in Florida. We really appreciate it. Um, we're fortunate. It's not going to have an absolute total direct impact on our state, although Jacksonville is going to get it closer to midnight tonight, and then it's going to skirt up the Georgia coast, and it's supposed to make landfall in South Carolina. So be thinking of all those folks. I know uh, Georgia had to evacuate 400,000 people. So this is something that people take seriously. They do take it. They do pay attention to this around here. So Keep all those folks in your thoughts and in your prayers during this time. Also, you know, remember, you know, if you're in one of these areas and you need to evacuate, evacuate. Okay. Don't even think twice about something like that. Um, you know, your, your goods and your possessions can be replaced. Your lives cannot. So with all that being said, okay, we, I am, I am proud to announce that we are going to have a very special show on Saturday evenings, I believe we're going to do like a um, probably two of them a month. And I will not I will reveal the name next week. So you guys need to be in touch with that. And next week, very special guest, Billy Kyle will be here. So set your dials for next Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Billy Kyle will be in the house. 
Okay. Housekeeping's out of the way. We're ready to go here. Marcus. Zeno update. Yeah, so the Zeno, uh, the Zeno Pro. So I, uh, I had pre-ordered one of the Zeno Pros through a a website, a Chinese website called Geek Buying. They emailed me today, and I was so excited about it. I even signed on to their deal as an affiliate and put out an affiliate link. Not um, <laughs> kind of a bust. So they emailed me today and they said, "Hey, we don't have any, and we don't know when we're going to have them." So I canceled my own order and I deleted the affiliate link that I put out there. And if anybody dug around and was looking at that, I, I apologize. Nobody ordered anything that I know of off of it, which is good. Uh, so any, in any case, there's a lesson learned there. Investigate things a little more before you before you jump. But the 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 Zeno Pro for anybody that doesn't know is going to have a little bit better uh, processor in the camera, so we should see some improved uh, 4K video. The camera is going to have the functionality that will allow it to put filters on there. I'm not really a filter guy, but you guys that understand them, uh, I know that that is important. Uh, the other thing that they have done is, believe it or not, and I'm gonna have to see this to believe it, they say we're gonna get four kilometer range out of it. A couple of thoughts there. One is, I don't know if it has enough battery power to get out four kilometers and back. Uh, secondly, uh, they say one of the biggest complaints about the Xeno has been the controller, the toy grade controller. And they say that they have improved the sticks on that. So what that means, I, I suspect we won't know until somebody gets their hands on one, uh, when that'll be, I've looked at some of the other websites, Banggood, some of the others have it available for pre-order. So I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I definitely am going to get one because I, the original Zeno, I've had a lot of fun with, so for sure I want to order one, and I want to like Bill want to be able to bring it to people and show them uh, show them what it is. But uh, yeah, so uh, so I guess that's about it in a nutshell. Well, you know, and, and, and I saw and, and I got a remark. I know I know you I, I know you you know Chris QC guy, and I watched. Did you watch his video on it? I watched no, maybe a few bits and pieces. Yeah, I I, I kind of watched that. He's like mega major skeptical <laughs> about this. Um, you know, for me, you know, <clears throat> any increase in range is very always welcome with something like that. So you know, we'll see. But I think you're right. I think you know, and I know you know that battery is not going to keep up to a four kilometer type yeah. of type of a deal. Okay, yeah. I, I just I don't see that happening at all not at all yeah because it's the same battery i see brian is saying here four kilometer one way when it lands get in your car and go get it <laughs> spot <laughs> on brian spot on oh josh welcome we're going to welcome some people uh josh is here uh brian's here my beautiful wife is in the house drone life rc drone shots jeremy zahora joe's drone life joe i hope you're doing well it's good to see you here mike gets drone shots mike roach is in the house um, Joan Life RC. All right, got got a hold of everybody here. Okay. Um, the other thing is, um, I know there were some updates to the Anafi. Um, so what got updated with the Anafi, Marcus? So the Paranafi, uh, what they came out with yesterday was a uh, an FPV version of the Anafi. In other words, some goggles that go with it. 
uh, and they they updated their the app, and I happened to look on my iPhone, and it did indeed update. I haven't fired up the drone and looked at it yet, but Ron Brown did earlier, and he said there's a bunch of other flight modes on there where before it just had like sport mode and film mode. It's got several other uh, modes that, that some of them sound pretty interesting. It's got a mode where the controls, your your left control will send you wherever your point controls the camera. And when you push forward, it the drone will fly wherever you're pointing the camera to. So that should be interesting. That should be fun to mess around with. Uh, the FPV goggles are proprietary. So... I mean, I don't even know if you can buy them where and when, but you, if you've already got a parrot, you're going to have to buy those proprietary goggles. Is my understanding at this point that that's what you're going to have to do to make that happen? But I, I guess I'm just pretty tickled that that parrot is still developing that drone because it's it's been a favorite and it and it tells me that they're a healthy company that's going to continue uh, making products for us. I think you're right, Marcus. I think the other thing is too, you know, I'll harken back to when it was released. It was released at probably the worst time in the freaking world one month before the Mavic 2. And, you know, the Mavic 2 came out and everybody said, Parrot, what? I mean, you know, it just, but then recently it's had a resurgence, you know, probably about when they came out with the Anafi Thermal. And, you know, it started an uptick and people started getting into it. Our guest next week, Billy Kyle gets one and he loves it. It's in his bag. He carries it with, you know, if Billy Kyle carries it, you know, it's something that's a good drone. Okay. He replaced his Mavic air with the Paradinafi. Wow. That yeah. says, that says volumes. That really says volumes. Um, <laughs> so, you know, for something like this, this is, a, this is a good thing for them. Like you said, you know, I think they ended up getting a contract with the government, I believe, to right. produce some drones for them and with the military for the military. So, I mean, you know, this is all just positive, positive, positive stuff for parent. You know, when, you know, people were talking about their financial situation they were laying people off and, and all this. And then, you know, there's a resurgence of this and, you know, who knows, we can see, maybe see a parrot and off 2.0 next year or something. Yeah. You know? Hey Bill, let me add that, that parrot, uh, when we're talking about price changes, parrot also raised their prices. If you look on Best Buy or any of the sites right now, it's 699 where it was uh, 649 for a long time. And then often they would have it on sale. You could, you used to be able to buy it for 599 all day long. So, so they, because they, I know it's a French company, but the Anafi also is manufactured in, in China. So it's yeah, a, that's you know that that's that's one of the one of the same things. Same with the Autel Evo too. Same right, right. And the Evo did. I know Ken Don original Dobo put out a video about the Autel having a price increase as well. So you know, and we're gonna get we're gonna get to price increases here in a minute. One of the other things that I want to cover before we get to that is I put out a video called "Hurricanes and Drones Don't Mix." Okay. Um, DJI put out a statement and then, um, the FAA put out a statement and DJI was talking about, I guess the first widespread use of drones in, in a real natural disaster was hurricane Harvey back in 2017. And it really helped, um, you know, first responders look at infrastructure, at roads, at bridges, at utilities, at power plants, at, at, you know, chemical plants, it, 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 
uh, refineries um, and, and assess the damage and assess the situation and also be able to see where people needed help. Um, it really just, it, it really, really just jumped right out there. And then also too, during some of the hurricanes we've had in Florida, utility companies um, have enlisted, have hired drone pilots and have gone out there to do inspections around the clock and, and to be able to help out. And it's been invaluable as well. The one thing the FAA came out with is, you know, they reminded people that, you know, when a hurricane hits, nine times out of 10, there's going to be a NOTAM. There, nine times out of 10, there's going to be a TFR. And sometimes even though there isn't a TFR or a NOTAM, you're still not allowed to fly, okay? It, it could, you could violate any, any local, state, or federal statutes if you put your drone up during this time. So, you know, I'm going to put this out as a public service advisory. Don't be that guy. And that's what the FAA's kind of moniker is about this. And I agree. Don't be that guy. Don't be a hero. Don't put your drone up to see anything, okay? If you're safe and you're sound and you're secure, okay, there's no reason for you to put your drone up, none whatsoever, okay? Because helicopters are going to be flying low. They're going to be conducting rescue operations. And if a drone's up in the up in the air, it's going to impede that kind of stuff. So I'm sorry, I'm on my soapbox a little bit about this. But I don't want anyone out there to be a cowboy and, and take the reins and just, you know, feel like they're feel like they're gonna, you know, save the day when they just need to stay put. Okay. You just kind of need to stay put. All right. With all that being said, last week we talked about the tariffs. I put out a video about the price increase. Marcus put out a fantastic video that had his world famous spreadsheet on all the prices for DJI, which we're going to get to here in just a second. And then of course, you know, there's been others that have talked about it too. I know, um, Billy Kyle and Ken Dono in their podcast, they talked about it as well. So Marcus, okay, what are your thoughts? Because, you know, and, and then I'll, I'll share mine and then we'll get to your spreadsheet. Well, it, well, it's strange. Uh, and, and it's a fluid situation. I, I've made, uh, I, I updated that spreadsheet two days ago. I looked at it again this afternoon and there were even more changes, not price changes, but availability changes. The other thing that is really weird, Bill, is that now if you go on DJI's website and you look at any of the Phantom products, it will give you, it will tell you not available in your country. Whoa. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know what that's about. Does it have to do with uh, tariffs or something? Who knows? But uh, even, even on the refurb side, uh, you look at you, there's a couple of them you click on them and you'll still get it. But most of them you click on there and it says not available in your country. So, wow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that means. And then, and then uh, the spark also no longer appears as a new drone on the DJI website. You can oh. look on there and you can see if you, there's still a line that says spark, you go to that and it's just accessories. There's no drone itself. Now you still can go on the refurb side and you can see the spark in there, but not on the new side. Very, very, very interesting. Marcus, why don't you go ahead and share your spreadsheet so we Let's can take a look that. at this. I'm going to click share right now and let me know when you can see it, Bill. I can see it. All right. Okay. 
So, uh, so I will start at the top and, and work our way down. So uh, the, the three columns, you've got column J is the new price, column K is the old price, what it was on August 31st, and column L is the delta, the difference between the two. Uh, so uh, the, the, the Zoom, the Mavic 2 Zoom, uh, has gone up by 190 bucks with the smart controller, 250 bucks. Uh, they did not raise the price of the refurb, but if you look here, you cannot buy a Mavic 2 Zoom direct from DJI. Not available. I, so, I, you know, I presume that's going to change. Uh, I suspect it's probably just a manufacturing deal. I'm telling anybody out there, if you want one, go out there on the aftermarket, because if you look at a bunch of the websites out there, Amazon and some of the camera websites, they still have the old prices. So I would jump if you're on the fence. Now, the Mavic Pro, the last time we looked at this, Bill, you could not buy a Mavic Pro. I don't know if you remember. They were all, it was not, it was not available from DJI. Well, now look, it's just switched with the Mavic Zoom. You can buy a Mavic Pro new. You cannot buy one as a refurb. They're out of those. But the price there, again, has gone up significantly, 230 bucks. But the one that will make your eyes water is right down here with the smart controller, $300. So you're going to pay almost 22, well, $21.99 if you want a Mavic 2 Pro with a smart controller, which that's, that's, that's a lot of money. And my fear is that they're pricing you know, they were they were up there as it was. I think that just tips people over where a lot of folks just won't even be able to dream about owning one. So so then what was uh, recently a bargain was the Mavic Pro Platinum uh, as a refurb for seven hundred and twenty nine dollars. Uh, th they did not change the prices, but that's still a fairly spendy drone at a thousand bucks and then thirteen hundred for the Flymore combo and it is no longer available as a refurb. So I think the, they priced that refurb cheap enough that a lot of people bought them. Uh, now the Mavic Pro is still available, the original Mavic Pro is still available at a refurb, as a refurb at $799, which I'd say is probably a pretty good deal for a drone uh, of that caliber, considering all these other price increases, the, the caliber of a drone that the Mavic Pro is, the original one, that's pretty good. And uh, that also says something about the fact that a, I don't know, the Mavic Pro is what is three or four years old. It's still a valid product. Uh, the one that was interesting was, to me last a few, couple of days ago was the Mavic Air. Now, they really raised the price on it. Do you think that anybody's going to buy a Mavic Air for $919? I just, I don't know. They went, went up 120 bucks. Interestingly enough, they did not raise the price on the combo. So if you were going to buy one, surely you would buy the combo, right? Another 80 bucks and you get three batteries and, and the bag and all that other stuff, that charger and all the other stuff that goes with it. Now, a couple days ago, you could have bought the Mavic Air as a refurb for $639. It is no longer available as a, as a refurb. I, you know, did they sell out or something? I don't know, but it's 639 bucks. If you were looking for a 4K DJI drone, that would have been your play right there. Now, the Spark we talked about, it's no longer available new on their website. They even took it completely off there. 
The accessories are still on there. If you look at the line, the drones are gone. But if you look in refurb, they're available. Uh, well, they're they're still there, 279, and that's just the uh, the drone, not without a controller. Uh, so you know your play would be the combo for 439 bucks, a couple of batteries plus the controller. And two days ago, that was not available. Now it is back, and it is available. So if you want one, I would I would jump on that. And uh, this, so then we get down to the Phantoms, and it's kind of the same old story. We saw some really big price increases here, $230 for the V2.0. If you get the, the controller with the screen, it went up by $400. But if you look on the website and you click on, on the Mavic, it will tell you, uh, at least it did for me, it said, no, not available in your country. Wow. So I don't know what that means. Uh, and then this, none of these refurbs are available. And, and most of these, if you click on them, it will also say not available in your country. So why don't you share with us how much the uh, Inspire 2 went up, Marcus? The Inspire 2. So the only reason I know this was listening to Billy Kyle's uh, podcast. Uh, so it went up. Five hundred dollars to three thousand bucks, or maybe a little over three thousand, but it went up at net five hundred dollars, which is wow. just you know. I, I mean, what do you think, Bill? They're just they're, I, are they going to sell very many drones? How many people are going to be able to spend two thousand dollars on a on a recreational drone? Well, you know, as as I said last week when we talked about the whole tariff issue, okay, and. We never talk politics or religion on Bill the Drone Reviewer, and I'm not going to here. But as I said last week, and I'll say it again, it is in both countries' best interest to get this settled because it's money left on the table for both countries, okay? It's not – it just – don't think, you know, China is getting hurt, and don't think it's just the United States getting hurt. It's both ways here, okay? Because if anything, <laughs> their economy is probably a little more fragile than ours – even though it's big, okay, you know, their cost of living and everything over there is very different from our cost of living and our standards of life. So I just want to make this real clear to everybody because everybody thinks, you know, you see these massive price increases here, okay, and, you know, DJI is just passing the tariff on to the consumer, okay. They're not making that $239 or that $500. That's not coming from them, okay. Because there is a formula that is figured out on how they figure what each item is, the, the tariff on it, okay? And it's complex, believe me, okay? So this is where we're at with this. Brian brought up a great point in here, and I don't know if you saw this in the chat. DJI is phasing out the U.S. drone business, mark my words. Yeah, I know, Brian, you keep saying that. I am not so sure it's been their cash cow. I don't know. I but I am not going to predict who the heck really knows. I mean, all, all I'm doing is looking out there and seeing what I see on their website. My gets also says DJI commercial. Well, I don't know. It wouldn't be a very good commercial for DJI, Mike, because we're talking about how they're making their, their drones unaffordable. Uh, but, but to your point is, I like I said it a few minutes ago, if somebody wants to buy a drone, whether it's DJI or like that Femi uh, X8 SE, Banggood has that on sale for, for $409 right now. You, you just 
you will never see that drone that cheap ever again. Mm -hmm. Uh, And prices are going up. uh, So, you know, like Marcus had, had said earlier, you know, I don't know if it was when he and I were talking, but you need to go out and check. You need to check Amazon. You need to check Best Buy. You need to check B&H Photo. You need to check um, like uh, dealers like Carolina Drones, Frank, who I know, who's, who's, who's a great friend. Um, you need to check out, you know. Each camera. You know, uh, yeah. All Adorama. These, Adorama. You need to yeah. check all these places because they may have not passed this on yet because DJI actually, okay, the date was an artificial date because the actual tariff increase is going to hit in October. Okay. That's when the law hits. So DJI was kind of preempting and dealers knew about this because I had seen, and I got, I'm, I'm signed up with Florida drone supply and I got three emails that the price increase was going to hit effective September the 1st. That's why I came out with my video. That's why we talked about it last week. And I think, Marcus, the thing that kind of surprises me is the old um, chicken little. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. No, it's not. No, it's not. Or the boy cries wolf, you know, so many times. And then finally there is a wolf and nobody believes him. It's the same thing here. Okay. You know, I I said ad nauseum. Okay. The prices are going to go up September 1st. There's just no doubt about this. Okay. So if you want to get something, do it now. Marcus, I have seen nothing but people complain since the first. What, what you know, the, the kind of like, you know, it, it's kind of like here in Florida, okay, when a hurricane, you know, I, w- I won't say that Dorian came, you know, unannounced, but Dorian was was a quick impact, okay? It was just like all of a sudden, then boom, it's here. You know, it's the same kind of thing here, okay? Um, it's the same kind of thing. People need, you know, when, when we're ringing that alarm bell, okay, and what, when they tell you to evacuate on the coast, you evacuate the coast, okay? You don't, and when we're telling you, if you want to save money, do it now, prices are up. I mean. Well, what I worry about is that it's going to affect the hobby in such a way. It's just, you know, I look at the prices of DJI's stuff now and I go, okay, who's going to buy that? I mean. There's just a lot of people that just prices them completely out of the hobby, and it's it's just too bad. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to say. So uh, maybe they'll uh, maybe they'll come up with. Uh, you know, we keep talking about the Spark Two or whatever it may be, and who knows? Uh, but they would have to figure out a way to really uh, cut some cost on that to make it make it worthwhile. So I, I just don't even I don't even know what to say. Take take a look at your at your Paranofi and those kind of drones because they they are a little bit a little bit cheaper. I mean that's I don't know what else to say. Well, you know, and here's the thing to think about this. And you brought up a good point. Okay, DJI is not going to shoot themselves in the foot. Okay, where they make their most money is from commercial drone sale or or from consumer drone sales. You know. And, you know, specifically in the United States, in Europe, in Australia, okay? They make a boatload of money in the UK. They make a boatload of money from this, okay? They're not going to cut this off, okay? It's not going to end here, okay? And I know what's Brian, what Brian's saying, you know, and it kind of looks, looks that way right now, but I don't see this happening because they have built their whole company, their, their infrastructure, their, you know, suppliers have been rebuilt since the fiasco that they had, you know, 
they are gearing up to go full bore in 2020. I would say this, there was a reason that they did not, you know, that we're probably only going to see one drone this year. All right. Um, you know, I went back through and, and, you know, and I recounted what DJI has released this year. You know, they released the smart controller. Uh, they released the Osmo Action. They released the uh, Ronin SC. They released the RoboMaster. Um, they released the... Um, the right here, Bill. And, and, yeah, yeah. Osmo Mobile 3. <laughs> Osmo Mobile 3, okay. You know, this is what, this is what, what they've done this year, okay? So, you know, this is something, <laughs> you know, are, are any of these in and of themselves you know, cash cows for DJI. Well, yeah, that's going to make them money. But the only real thing that really makes them money, Mavic 2s make them money. Phantom 4s make them money, okay? And believe it or not, the Spark makes the money when they sell them in quantity, okay, and price them right. So we're not going to see the end of con consumer drones from DJI. It's going to continue. They're not when they get all of this squared away as far as the tariffs and, and all that, and they get all this leveled out, okay, prices are going to come back to some semblance of normality, I believe, because again, it's both sides. Both sides, they want to make sure that, you know, it's good over for China and it's good here in the U.S. I mean, really. I, that, that would make sense. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Well, in, in your talk too here, we're coming up, What you know, it's now September. We've got, you know, September, October, November, December here coming up, okay? The last four months of the year. And, you know, we've yet to see anything from DJI. I believe we will very soon. Um, and if they make this drone a, you know, like they say they're going to, okay, it's going to, it's going to fly off the shelves. Yeah, that's kind of, it, it, well, I, I would say that's predicated on price too, Bill. Uh, if it is priced right, they will. If, it, if, if it's another uh, $1,800 drone, I'm just, you know, I don't know. Uh, there's just not a lot of people that can afford that. Um, Lauren, um, said Spark 2 should be released at Drone Expo in Los Angeles later this month. And Mel just asked, I have a question about all this. DJI raised prices due to tariffs, correct? And I said, yes. Um, and Mel says, makes me wonder why Banggood doesn't raise prices. Yeah. They, uh, the 3D they, printers there from China. That's a good question, Mel. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think eventually anything coming out of China, of course, because I don't, not everything gets hit with a tariff. There's different parts of it that do and, and don't. And I don't know what's what, but most of the stuff coming out of China, you're going to see a price raise in it. No question about it. You know, I can tell you this. I went in and I did a deep dive into this and I started looking at how they calculate and what they calculate things on. Marcus, I got an incredible headache from looking at that and how they yeah. figure this out. I mean, there's no, I mean, it's no rhyme or reason to things here. Okay. I mean, they're talking, okay. I was looking on there. They're talking livestock, chicken, ducks, pigs, <laughs> uh, bovines. I mean, you know, it, it, everything to blankets to, you know, you name it. Okay. It, it's everything. Okay. It, it really is everything. And how they figure this out. 
I have no idea. I have yeah. no idea. I was trying to get a, a handle on it, and, and there's no real handle on this. Yeah, I mean, I think what they do is they try and target certain sectors, but uh, yeah, like I said, I, I would never pretend to understand it either. Yeah, Mel saying that's the thing. The only thing I've found, Marcus, is DJI so far. Mel, and I think to your point, I said, um, you know, what I think, what I think, and, and thank you for bringing that up, Mel. Um, I think DJI kind of jumped the gun here, um, you know, because I know like Florida Drone Supply had sent me several emails that the price increase was going to hit September 1st. Uh, obviously, DJI told their dealers, get ready. It's going up September the 1st. Okay. Now, September the 1st was an artificial date. Okay. And artificial from the standpoint, um, it's my understanding the law goes into effect in October. I mean, that that's that that's from what I understand out on the US trade and commerce website kind of kind of thing. So I think that DJI was preemptive with this. Why were they preemptive? I don't know. I can't answer that question, but they were preemptive. But thank you for bringing that up, Mel. Well, Autel also announced price increases, and they specifically said it was because of, well, I don't, I don't. Let me retract that because I don't know that for certain, but they announced price increases. They told everybody price increases are coming and parent didn't announce price increases, but they, but, but if you look in the marketplace, the price of their drones has gone up. So, you know, and they're all manufactured in China. Yeah. They're yeah, you're right. So, I mean, it's, it's like, you know, at, at this point, you know, who knows um, as, as far as, as far as that's concerned. So, um, you know, the Anafi, and I, and I want to get back to this here a little bit, okay? The Anafi is looking more and more like an option that people are going to look into and explore, you know, with, let's say, DJI is kind of like a status quo right now. And even though the Anafi, and even though Parrot did raise some prices on the Anafi, okay, um, <laughs> I think, you know, it's still going to be an attractive option for a lot of people. Yeah, it's affordable. It uh, it is uh, got a great camera on it. Uh, it uh, in sport mode, you know, goes flies about thirty miles an hour or so. Uh, you know, it doesn't have the range, uh, it, but it it is a it's a quality product. It's in the same vein that DJI is a quality product, and and I think that's what's probably most attractive about it. I, uh, you know, I, I agree. And, you know, and, and I think also too, I think, you know, Autel is kind of trying to um, make some waves as well. I know, even though that they raised their prices, I mean, for what that drone does, even with a price increase, it's still, it's still an option that people should explore. And, you know, and one of the things that people really like about it is there's no geofencing with the Evo. I mean, it's, you know, cause I know Ken Dono absolutely loves it. And one of the things that I've seen from the Evo that I really like is the color palette as it comes right off the drone. It's incredible. I mean, those colors that come right off the Evo are absolutely stunning. Because I, I know, as I've talked to Ken about this, and, you know, and he said, you know, a lot of times, you know, as far as color, you know, yeah, he needs to, you know, he does a, he does a lot in post, and, and, and I know he does. But, you know, sometimes he doesn't have to do anything because that color profile is so good off of the Evo itself. I mean, and, and that's an, that's another option I think people are going to explore as well, too. Yeah, I, I would say the Evo, uh, it probably has one of the best cam cameras in on any on any drone. They definitely uh, 
they definitely knocked one out of the park on that one. I, I, I don't know that it's quite what, uh, what the uh, Mavic 2 Pro is, that Hasselblad. That Hasselblad, as far as a folding drone, uh, there's no question that it's... Uh, of course, Mel's in the house. Thank you for joining tonight, Mel. And Masako, um, from obviously, he says he's Japanese. We'll, we'll welcome. Dale Wilson's here. Place It Here is here. Barry Markowitz, good friend of mine. Welcome, Barry, tonight. Um, Challenge uh, Dakon is here. Um, Lauren's here. Um, let's see who else going through here. Okay. Um, and G-Boy 185 is in the house tonight. So, um, And I hope if you guys haven't seen it, make sure you check out my video from last week with with gboy 185's video from over in france it's just absolutely positively spectacular so um marcus any thoughts for tonight well uh yeah i i, I can talk a little bit about that femi x8 se i took it out last week and flew it uh i took it out to the lake where it just was straight and it was over water the whole time and and uh, I, I took it out uh 10,000 feet, so uh, not quite two miles, but uh, I think that's pretty amazing for a Wi-Fi drone to uh, to, to go that far, uh, and uh, and it it is a fast, powerful drone. So so I I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed doing that. Uh, yeah, so, I mean that I just think like I, I know I mentioned it a couple of times, but it still astounds me that you can buy that drone for. Four hundred nine dollars. Uh, that's it's it's a phenomenal product for for that little amount of money uh, that you get you get a lot for your lot for your dough. So what kind of what videos you have coming up, Marcus? What can we look forward to seeing? Yeah, so I've got a uh, I've got a Zeno video that uh, yeah I just need to hit the button and get it published. It's uh, I was the same day that I was out there at Lucky Peak Reservoir. I took it out. To, the, the, so so all the Zeno guys, there's a big, uh, I'm not going to call it an argument. It's, uh, it, it's kind of a, everybody talks about that one kilometer limit. And so the, and so, so there's one side that says, well, they artificially limit the, the, the Zeno to one kilometer. And then there's another side of the argument that says, no, it's just that that's as far as the Wi-Fi will take it. I'll tell you for me, I have no idea which one it is. I'm not technical enough to really know, but it's kind of fun to fly it out there and, and see see if it will. So I did. So I thought I have never been able to get my Zeno past about 980 meters, trying to get it to a kilometer, and uh, and uh, I wasn't successful this time either. But uh, but but that was my goal on that flight. Was I thought you know it was over the lake, so I knew I was good and safe. You know, uh, so. Took off over the lake and ah, no, just still didn't make it uh, to that kilometer. Uh, but the Zeno is just, uh, it, it's just a riot to fly. I have more fun with that little drone. And I think part of it is because it's so inexpensive. You know, quite frankly, I just don't think you worry about it as much. Uh, I paid $299 for mine. Well, that was when they first came out and, and you can buy them. I just saw an ad today on Banggood for like 230 bucks, 230 bucks for that drone. It just blows my mind. But uh, anyway, it's a lot of fun and it's got a pretty decent camera on it. No, it is not the kind of video you're going to get off of your Mavic. Nope, but it's pretty good. And it's a good stabilized camera on there. 
and uh, and you'll have a lot of fun flying. So uh, that and then coming up, uh, speaking of true don't true drone reviews, our friend Brian Singleton. In my, I opened my front door today, and there was a box laying there, and it was from Brian, and it's got the Bebop two in it. He gave to me on loan, so uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to getting that thing up in the air and uh, and flying it around, and uh, yeah, we'll mess around with that Bebop two just a little bit and uh, check it out and see what it can do. Another another great drone from Parrot. I I don't believe I think they've discontinued it, but but I know they're still available from resellers, and I know you can buy them for refurbs and and that sort of thing, and for a couple hundred bucks. And it seems to me if you compare that to drones like that Femi A3 and stuff, I don't know why you wouldn't buy that Parrot Bebop too. It sounds superior. But I'm going to get the thing up in the air and fly it around, and, and I'll let you know. Awesome. Awesome. I have a video coming out. Um, people are going to love it because um, Labor Day, I went to – there's an open soccer field. And I went there, and I did another test of – well, this time I did the Phantom 4 Pro V 2.0, and I did another precision landing test, but I did it in an open field. And I think everybody needs to take a watch on this video. It's it's pretty good. And I'm going to have two versions of it. There's going to be like an extended version with multiple camera angles. It's going to be on Build a Drone Reviewer Limited Edition. And there's going to be a regular version. And the main part of this was filmed with the camera on, on the Phantom 4 Pro V2.0 and my Osmo Action. I had it set up. Uh, to record all the takeoffs and landings with that. So um, be on the lookout for that. That's the one that's going to come out on Build a Drone Reviewer channel. The extended version's going to come out on the limited edition channel. So that's going to be coming out in the next few days here. Uh, I'm real excited about that. And I got some other things in the works here. And this Saturday night show, wanted to talk a little bit more about that. I'm not going to reveal the name yet, but it's going to kind of be, um, we're going to kick back. We're going to relax. We're going to share some things about ourselves. Uh, we're going to have some fun, maybe share some walks of shame as we're going to pick up some drones that, that haven't that haven't cooperated with us. Um, you know, um, get into some of our hobbies. You know, Marcus loves his Corvette. So, you know, we'll, we'll be sharing some things there. Um, you know, I'm getting back into ham radio. So I'm going to share some things there, maybe share some things about cooking and everything. So it's going to be the kind of night you just want to kick back, grab your favorite beverage, we're going to have fun. I mean, that, we talk about drones, that's fine. But the main point is not to talk, is to just is to just kind of have a free-flowing kind of a thing. And if you guys want to talk about drones, we will be here to do that. But if not, we're just going to kick back. We want, to, we want a relaxing time. Now, it's going to be at 10 o'clock on a Saturday night. So it's going to be like adults-only kind of stuff. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I hope we're all adults. Um, but we're going to have some fun. And, and, that's, and that's the whole point behind it. And who prompted me on this? My beautiful wife. It was her idea. Okay. And then, and then we brainstorm on the name and I'm going to have a um, teaser video come out probably in the next few days on this. So stay tuned for this. It's going to be on Saturday nights at 10. I think right now we're going to schedule it for two nights a month, see how it does. I'm excited about it. I just want, I just wanted to have something to have some fun because people get, people have a tendency to get so uptight with everything that's going on right now. And let's just, let's just enjoy ourselves. Let's have a good time. And 
that's why we're here. So, you know, like I said, kick back, bring your favorite beverage and, and put your feet up um, on, the, on the chair and on the desk and, and relax and have a good time. So we're going to have some fun and we'll have guests on occasionally. Um, also, too, is another service reminder. Ron Brown will be on in just a couple more weeks. So, you know, for those of you who are missing Ron, we miss him greatly. You know, Ron's, a, Ron's every bit as much a part of this channel as Marcus and myself. So, uh, Ron, we're looking forward to when you're rejoining us. Maybe you can rejoin us next week with Billy Kyle. Again, for those of you that came in late, Billy Kyle will be on the show next weekend. I can't tell you how much I am looking forward to that. He is one of the most incredible young man, men I have ever met besides besides my sons okay uh, and, and i say that yes but both of my sons <laughs> but anyway okay this is what we got this is what's going on this is what's coming up marcus any cl final closing thoughts before we uh, sign off for the night man we really covered it bill i uh, i i got nothing left <laughs> well marcus thank you for that spreadsheet you are you are absolutely the man on that as far as that's concerned so, and, and I'm sure Marcus will keep the, keep us posted when things change on that and will definitely let us know. Um, you know, my final thoughts are, especially to all who are going to be in the path of Dorian, please stay safe. Please evacuate if you're ordered to do so. Don't be a cowboy. Don't be a hero. Don't fly a drone during this, okay? You know, I, I, again, heed what your law, local law enforcement officials tell you and your local government get out if you need to get out for something like that so anyway that's it we will see everybody next tuesday night at eight o'clock with mr billy kyle want to thank everybody for watching and remember it's a great day to fly take care everybody <laughs>